Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Coming up on WTOP, another busload of migrants arise at Vice President Kamala Harris's official residence. How Montgomery County school officials are reacting to the Friday night football game fighting. I'm Sandy Kozell. One of the newest moves to slow down the speeders. I'm Dick Iuliano. 12 This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foley in Washington. One storm battering western Alaska, another storm threatening to do the same to Puerto Rico. They lead the news tonight, starting in the Caribbean. CBS News meteorologist David Parkinson. Tropical storm Fiona continues to be a larger and larger concern for the island of Puerto Rico as now it is expected to make landfall during the afternoon on Sunday in the western half of the island as a Category 1 hurricane. Puerto Rico still recovering from several major storms the last few years. Meantime, around Nome, Alaska, in the North Pacific flooding from the remnants of a typhoon. The water levels have reached anywhere from 5 to um, 18 feet above the normal high tide line or are expected to reach those levels. Weather service forecaster Scott Berg in Fairbanks. A seemingly endless London crowd continues to snake its way to get a last look at Britain's monarch of seven decades, the late Queen Elizabeth. Built over 900 years ago, Westminster Hall is an ancient symbol of imperial power. The oldest part of the Palace of Westminster that also houses Parliament. It's where, for the last century, British monarchs are brought to lie in state. King George VI, of blessed and glorious memory. Including the Queen's father, King George VI, in 1952. And half a century later, his wife, Elizabeth, the Queen Mother, was afforded the same honor. Correspondent MTS Tayab in London. Now the latest on the red state, blue state political battle over immigration and caught in between our asylum-seeking migrants from Venezuela and elsewhere. Correspondent Michael George. Arriving by bus and plane in Northern California, dozens of families, including children, were dropped off without any direction. Aid workers say some migrants walked from the airport looking for shelter. They ended up sleeping in a park. Using people as political pawns for to make a political point is wrong, and this is really an immoral thing for whoever's doing it to be doing. New York shelters are at the breaking point. Mayor Eric Adams says the city has opened 23 emergency shelters and is even considering using cruise ships as housing. And also in politics, former President Donald Trump was back on the rally trail in Youngstown, Ohio, ostensibly campaigning for a Republican Senate candidate, but taking note of his own issues. And now the unprecedented weaponization of the Justice Department and the FBI to break into and raid the home of a former president of the United States. From which the Justice Department says the FBI recovered dozens of documents marked top secret or higher belonging to the U.S. government. Colorado authorities say three people are dead after two small planes collided in midair near Denver. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. 1203, Sunday morning, September 18th, 2022, 69 in the nation's capital. A few clouds, upper 50s and lower 60s overnight.
Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local story we're following this hour, another busload of migrants dropped off Saturday morning without warning outside Vice President Kamala Harris's official residence in Northwest D.C. Three more buses also arrived in New York City, these all from Texas. Texas continues to pressure sanctuary cities amid a surge of migrants crossing the southern border. The D.C. bus today, or yesterday I should say, had about 50 people, mostly from Venezuela, including a one-month-old baby. The state's lieutenant governor, Dan Patrick, telling Fox News that they'll continue sending the migrants. This is a financial burden on us, but most importantly, uh, it's it's an invasion of our state. I, yeah. I, I mean, I've said it for a long time. I'm not shy about the word, but we have to do this the right way. The vice president says the actions represent a dereliction of duty. Football operations at two Montgomery County high schools, Northwest and Gaithersburg, suspended indefinitely following Friday night fights on and off the field. <laughs> That is some of what it sounded like at Gaithersburg High School. More from WTOP Sandy Cozell. Montgomery County Public Schools issued a statement saying it strongly condemns the abhorrent and unacceptable behavior. The football programs at both schools have been temporarily suspended. Gaithersburg Police will lead the investigation as to what caused the fight. Officials called the game off with 1-15 remaining in the third quarter with Northwest leading Gaithersburg 14-0. The school district says it is swiftly moving to develop and implement enhanced measures for safety at any athletic event. Sandy Kozell, WTOP News. It's 12.05. Throughout the region, speed limits are being reduced on some roads. WTOP's Ikuliano reports that Arlington County is the latest to act. The Arlington County Board has voted unanimously to cut the speed limit from 30 to 25 miles per hour on Fairfax Drive from Arlington Boulevard to North Barton Street and from 30 to 25 on 5th Road South between South Carlin Springs Road and the Fairfax County line. Arlington County Board Chair Katie Crystal. Those are areas where our analysis uh, and particularly our Vision Zero lens suggests to us that there are opportunities for decreased speed to help reduce conflicts and accidents. Next month, the Arlington Board is expected to vote to cut the speed limits on parts of several other major and minor roads, including Washington Boulevard and Columbia Pike. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The Montgomery County Council is getting involved in the controversy surrounding Planning Board Chair Casey Anderson, who admits keeping dozens of bottles of alcohol in his office. Anderson says he kept a well-stocked bar in his office, drank with colleagues, and that he was aware that the Planning Commission generally prohibits alcohol in the workplace. An investigation found that drinking typically took place after work hours. Maryland Matters reports that Anderson put out a statement saying, in part, that he should not have done this in a commission office building even after work. I take full responsibility, Anderson's statement continued. I have removed the alcohol and I apologize, unquote. Council President Gabe Alvernos tells Maryland Matters he's concerned about the revelations and an investigation is underway. The chair of the council has launched a review in this matter. Montgomery County is launching an online tool in an effort to help older residents get around town. In two simple steps, you could get matched with a volunteer who can take you to where you need to be. First, you enter an address in Montgomery County, including the zip code, and then you click a button that says show detailed information. And the tool pulls up the websites of organizations that provide volunteer rides in that area. The tool can be used with a screen reader for people who are vision impaired, and it includes the option of a map view. Alicia Abelson, WTOP News. Just ahead after traffic and weather, her name is Hazel, and she's going to be digging beneath the streets of Alexandria, and you may never know it.
We'll explain coming up. It's 12.07. People are driving from all over to take advantage of Diamonds Direct's incredible finance offer. For a limited time, you can make any purchase and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Imagine that $4,000 pair of diamond stud earrings for just $68 a month. That $10,000 designer ring for just $168 a month. With this offer, you don't have to compromise. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. Five years, zero interest. Start your forever with Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Get details at DiamondsDirect.com. Approved credit. That's the third time you put an offer on a house you wanted and the third time you lost to a cash buyer. Cash buyers win in this market. Of course, you could go through the time and hassle of selling your home and then looking for a temporary place to live or... You could simply go to Orchard.com. Orchard's Move First program turns you into a preferred cash buyer without needing to sell your home first. See how easy it is. Visit Orchard.com. That's Orchard.com. It's 12.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8th, and here's good morning to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Ian. Thank you so very much. We'll start off uh, with Metro. Got a call from a listener saying that they are not moving on the blue line right now, headed to Largo. Uh, hearing first word now that there is some sort of fire department activity uh, going on uh, on the blue line, so uh, that's going to be on uh, in L'Enfant Plaza. So just be aware of that if you are riding the blue line. You uh, can expect uh, delays there in all directions. If you're headed in Virginia, 66 westbound. Right now, you got uh, delays are looking better. However, the westbound side is dealing with a work zone just past the Beltway. A single lane is all that's getting by. Of course, the outer loop of the Beltway traffic that's trying to access westbound 66 is slowing down as well because, well, you only have that single lane. Not only that, VDOT does inform that throughout the night they will be temporarily stopping traffic uh, throughout the night for the work zone. As of now, traffic is moving and they did stop traffic once tonight for a Approximately seven or eight minutes. I will keep you posted exactly when they do that again. If you're headed eastbound on 66 past 123, the work zone is there along the right-hand side. I-95, 395 looking good. There was an accident seen on the northbound side of 295. Sounds like we may still be seeing some crash activity along the right-hand side, but delays are looking significantly better. Just watch out for that. Again, it's on the northbound side of 295 just past the southeast-southwest freeway before getting up towards Pennsylvania Avenue. Third Street Tunnel was crowded just a few moments ago. Looks like uh, whatever was causing those delays has cleared still a little bit slow there on new york avenue near bladensburg road the pretty expected delay here on a saturday night if you're headed across the bay bridge you have two-way traffic on the eastbound span with no delays and if you're headed through college park looks like they are dealing with a little bit of a work zone as you're making as you make way on 193 just past 201 be aware of that one Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore, with your Sunday forecast a little warmer. Plenty of sunshine out there for your Sunday. We'll call it sunny Sunday. Highs in the mid to upper 80s. Today, a cool, clear night. Temperatures falling into the mid to upper 60s tonight. We're quiet. Plenty of sunshine really through the week ahead. This is a fantastic forecast. Mostly sunny on Monday. Highs near 90. We're going to remain pretty warm with highs in the mid to upper 80s on Tuesday. Mostly sunny skies. Wednesday, low 90s. Plenty of sunshine. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. On the eastern shore, it's 71 in eastern Maryland. 70 in Hyattsville, but 61 already in Fredericksburg. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 
It's 12-11. A major project will be ramping up next month in Alexandria. Most people won't even know what's going on because it'll be happening about 12 stories below the city. A massive two-mile-long tunnel will stretch the city's wastewater treatment center all the way to Pendleton Street. The tunnel boring machine called Hazel will head east under South Royal Street and then head north under the Potomac River. Justin Carl is the program manager. She's essentially like an underground factory. She eats ground and extrudes a tunnel behind her. The city has now outdated combined sewer system, meaning human sewage is combined with stormwater and all sent to the treatment center. When it rains heavily, it can cause issues. About 140 million gallons of combined sewer overflows occur uh, each year in Alexandria. The new tunnel should eliminate that issue and boring will go almost completely unnoticed. Our criteria for movement at the surface is about the thickness of two nickels. Most of the time when we build these types of tunnels, rarely see any movement. Luke Luger, WTOP News. It's 12-12. An Arlington teen stabbed while on a nighttime run in Arlington last month is telling his story in hopes that it won't happen to anyone else. Max is a 17-year-old Arlington native. He was running near the Curtis Trail by Washington Boulevard at I-66, and he tells our news partners at NBC4 about that night. This guy from the other way crosses over, and he just looks at me with this, like, just had this, this kind of crazy look on his face, and then he just stuck me with a knife. That attack put Max in ICU for two days. Now he and his dad are putting up flyers around the trail to warn other people. The attacker hasn't been found yet, but police are checking nearby security cameras in hopes of finding that suspect. Updating a story we've been following on WTOP, another puppy recently stolen in our area has been found. The Humane Rescue Alliance is a family came forward and returned the puppy, his name is Link, after they bought him not knowing he'd been stolen. HRA will work with the family to return Link. The family also got a reward for coming in. The Alliance says they hope to find the four other puppies that are still missing. They're asking anyone with information to contact them. Just ahead, UMD under the lights in college football. Frank Hanrahan with the details next. It's 12-13. The kids are back in school and traffic is picked up. And yet, some days it still looks and feels like summer. Hi, it's Chris Core. If your roof is getting old but it held up okay last year, doesn't mean it's ready to face another Washington winter. So right now is the ideal time to have a roof inspection to assess any damage that may have occurred during the steamy heat and the storms of summer and to check for any loose flash. An inspection by Roofmasters will also prepare your home for winter because nobody wants the surprise of a roof leak when winter comes around. I know Roofmasters. They did work on my house. I trust them. And you can too because they always say whenever you need any roofing work done, always get three estimates. Just make sure one of the three is from Roofmasters. That way you'll know you're getting quality work and a fair price. Find out more at Roofmasters.com or call 301-230-ROOF. That's 301-230-ROOF. Because with Roofmasters, the proof is in the roof. It's 1214. When you're relaxing on a stunning new patio by Long Fence, you know that it's been built to last with old world craftsmanship, that it's been designed just for you, and best of all, that you saved 15%. You know, 15% off this kind of quality is a solid deal. So call now and find out about our great financing for qualified buyers. Handmade custom patios by Long Fence, built just for your home right here at home. Now 15% off. Hi there, Mina from HGTV's Good Bones. When it comes to replacement windows, I just had to go with the best window experts in the business, Window Nation. Energy efficient windows that have saved customers an estimated $40 million on energy bills. 
I've got them in my homes, and now is the best time to get them in yours. Now at Window Nation, get two free windows with every two you buy and pay zero interest until 2025. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Window Nation, the perfect fit. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 12-15, the update from Frank Hanrahan. Maryland football moves to 3-0, 34-27 victory over SMU. Back and forth, but some big defensive stops by Maryland's defense. Leads the Terps to the victory as they get the win over SMU. Virginia holds off. Old Dominion, 16-14. Field goal at the buzzer was the winner. Virginia Tech knocks off Wofford, 27-7. Howard, 31-zip win over Morehouse. Georgetown falls to Monmouth, 45-6. Baseball, it was the uh, solo homer show for the Nationals. Lane Thomas, Luke Voigt, Victor Robles, Alex Call all going deep. Nats beat the Marlins, 5-3. Nationals won a game without hitting a single for only the fifth time in their history. Orioles lose at Toronto 6-3. NWSL Spirit, Blank and Gotham FC, two-zip at Audi Field. Commanders in action Sunday. A chance to go to 2-0 for the first time in several years. Visiting Detroit, 1 o'clock kickoff from Motown. Again, Maryland improves to 3-0. Knocks off SMU. Frank Han ran WTOP Sports. Top stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. Another busload of migrants dropped off Saturday morning without warning outside Vice President Kamala Harris's official residence at the Naval Observatory in Northwest D.C. Three busloads were taken to New York City as well. Texas officials say the buses and drop-offs will continue. The vice president calls the actions a dereliction of duty. President Biden is in London this morning ahead of Monday morning's state funeral for Queen Elizabeth. Meanwhile, the miles-long stream of mourners continues to file past the late monarch's coffin at Westminster Hall. Ukrainian authorities say some of the bodies unearthed in those mass graves near Izium showed signs of torture. Meanwhile, Russia's president says tells a summit meeting in Uzbekistan that his forces will continue to press the fight in Ukraine. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 12:17. A Fairfax County panel recommends new names for apportions. Uh, for portions, I should say, of U.S. 29 and U.S. Route 50. A long-awaited move in the renaming process for two Fairfax County highways got the green light on Tuesday, with the Board of Supervisors voting 9-1 to move forward with the renaming of Lee Highway as Route 29 and Lee Jackson Highway as Route 50. The recommendation now heads to the Commonwealth Transportation Board. Supervisor Pat Harity was the only board member who voted against the recommendation. This is a really big issue in our community, and why are we spending money on something that's not a big issue for our community? Chairman Jeff McKay disagreed with his statement, and instead he says, if approved by the Transportation Board... It points that, you know, Fairfax County is a much more inclusive community. Annalisa Gale, WTOP News. It's 12:18. Traffic and weather on the 8s, crashes and supersized work zone. Carlos Ramirez has them all in the traffic center. Supersized work zones indeed. Now 66 is going to be the biggest one. Of course, supersized. <laughs> if you're headed westbound on 66 in particular, VDOT did tell us that throughout the overnight hours, they are planning on closing, temporarily closing, uh, 66. Now, they did it once already tonight. 
They stopped traffic for approximately seven or eight minutes. As of now, they haven't done it again, but I do suspect, obviously, that they will. Here's the configuration as of now. If you're headed westbound on 66 from after Route 7, you'll find yourself with just a single lane getting by along the right-hand side past the Beltway. Here's the thing. Once you get past just about the Gallows Road area, well before Nutley Street, everything does open up. Now, the outer loop of the Beltway has to go down to a single uh, outer loop ramp to 66, rather, is down to a single lane as well, and that single lane meets up with the single lane that's getting by on 66. So there's going to have to be a little bit of a zipper uh, thing going on there. Just be aware. If you are headed on the outer loop of the Beltway, there is a long line of traffic in that farmost right lane as folks try to access westbound 66 because things are running so slowly, of course. So if you're not planning on taking 66, go ahead and stay along the left-hand side of the roadway and go ahead and let folks move over to the right that need to. Here's the other thing to keep in mind. If you're headed on the inner loop of the Beltway because of all the work headed on westbound 66, the ramp from northbound 495, the inner loop of the Beltway to westbound 66, is currently closed. You are able to access 49A, and there should be a detour there. Just follow direction. You should be able to get where you're going. However, if you're trying to head west of the Beltway, my suggestion, probably take 29 or Route 50. It'll be much easier for you to avoid uh, the 66 intersection uh, interchange there. Eastbound side of 66, you've got the work zone along the right-hand side past 123, but compared to what you got near the Beltway, you won't even notice it. I-95, 395 looks great, and of course in the district, we have the crash on the northbound side of 295, just after the southeast Southwest Freeway. Do watch out for that one as well. 1-866-304-WTOP is the traffic tip line. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. Fitzway used cars best. Visit Fitzmall.com for a good car near you. Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Samara Theodore. The forecast? Highs in the mid to upper 80s this afternoon. Plenty of sunshine awaits for your Sunday. Tonight, we're dry and we're quiet and we're clear. With temperatures down to the mid to upper 60s. By Monday, mostly sunny again with highs in the upper 80s. Tuesday, mid to upper 80s with sunny skies. And Wednesday, where blue skies and sunshine, we're going to crank it up to the low 90s. By Thursday, we're in the mid-80s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Samara Theodore. Rested already 62 degrees, 60 in Woodbridge with 70 in Bethesda. Brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials. Just ahead, restaurants banking on digital-based sales to keep going. It's 1221. When people have a craving to explore new and traditional Asian cuisines, they head to P.F. Chang's, where scratch-made dishes come from the 2,000-year-old tradition of wok cooking. P.F. Chang's wanted to explore new possibilities for their website, they turned to AmericanEagle.com. AmericanEagle.com re-architected P.F. Chang's website, integrating multiple third-party systems to create a unified digital experience. The results? Improved page speed and performance, personalized content based on users' location, intuitive online ordering, an increase in organic search visibility, and a 40% increase in new users. For scratch-made Asian cuisine, visit your local P.F. Chang's or go to pfchangs.com for website design, development, digital marketing, and hosting that produces efficiency, revenue, and results. Visit AmericanEagle.com. P.F. Chang's and AmericanEagle.com. Another example of the best businesses in the world. Turning to the best in the business for websites. Go to AmericanEagle.com or call 877-WEB-NOW-1. That's 877-WEB-NOW-1. 1222. Attention veterans, transitioning service members, and military spouses. Companies in Northern Virginia want to hire you. Interview with more than 40 leading companies and government agencies hiring for more than 10,000 jobs at an in-person career fair on September 21st or virtually on September 22nd. All experience levels welcome. This fair is open to all veterans, transitioning service members, military spouses, and clear talent. So, what are you waiting for? Take the next step in your career. Go to workinnorthernvirginia.com and click on career fairs for more. 
Do not miss the Mervis Diamond Sale this weekend. Enjoy special savings on Viragio engagement and wedding bands. See the latest collection with all the new styles. The custom designs are fantastic. Get your ring your own personalized way. This weekend, enjoy special savings on Viragio rings at the Mervis Sale or take up to 60 months to pay with zero interest. The sale is on this weekend only at all Mervis stores. Reserve your private showing on MervisDiamond.com or call 1-800-HER-LOVE. This is WTOP News. At 12.23, a draft plan to implement a 10-year education reform plan in Maryland is due out next month. Maryland Matters reports the blueprint for Maryland's future accountability and implementation board, implementation board, I should say, will be holding work sessions continuing those to get feedback from stakeholders. The draft reform plan focuses on five key subject areas ranging from early childhood education to improving college readiness and diversifying the teaching workforce. Implementation was approved by state lawmakers last year. Prince George's Public, Prince George's County Public Schools could do a better job maintaining buildings. That is the finding of a new report. About 20% of the schools in each Maryland school district were examined in fiscal year 2022 to see if they were being effectively maintained for education and to ensure the buildings last as long as expected. The report by the Maryland Interagency Commission on School Construction gave almost all Maryland school systems in the D.C. metro area an overall rating of adequate. But Prince George's County Public Schools was the exception, with an overall rating of not adequate. One county school, John Hanson Montessori in Oxon Hill, received the lowest possible rating of poor. Read more at WTOP.com. Michelle Bash, WTOP News. Meanwhile, the Prince George's County School Board has rescinded a vote this past week that would have unseated four board members. The action follows an investigation by the Maryland State Inspector General, which found that the ethics reports the board used for the vote contained inaccurate information. Last year, the board's ethics panel had issued reports accusing seven board members of various offenses, recommending that six of them be removed. The Washington Post now says some members are targeted targeted by those reports had already left the board by the time the state investigation was released last month. Loudoun County School Board approved a new student discipline policy. It comes after a 15-year-old boy was sexually assaulted by two different students at two different high schools. All those in favor of the motion, please say aye and raise your hand. The new policy gives the Loudoun County school system more latitude to keep students accused of serious crimes out of the general population rather than being moved to a different school. Once a serious incident is reported to the superintendent, the student can be put in an alternative learning setting. That setting can be in-person, virtual, or hybrid, and it can be imposed whether the crime happens on school property or elsewhere. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Money News at 25 and 55 on WTOP. Here's Gina Cervetti. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Restaurant customers shut out of dining rooms during the pandemic became accustomed to the grab-and-go, which shows no signs of letting up. If there was any doubt as to the sea change in digital dependence by eateries, give a listen to a Shake Shack executive speaking with Bloomberg TV recently. This is a company that had essentially hardly any digital sales prior to the pandemic. Katie Fogarty is the chief future officer with Shake Shack. And when the pandemic hit, 
We went full force on digital with the app, web, with third-party delivery, um, and here we are now with you know 43% of our sales still coming from digital channels. Payments.com and Paytronics research found that in-house restaurant orders overall have bounced back, but most restaurants led by the quick service chains have become much more dependent on digital offerings versus pre-pandemic, generating a substantial share of revenues through digital. Starbucks plans to add 2,000 new U.S. locations in the next few years, including more drive through only and pickup only stores. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Gina Cervetti on WTOP. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 